Listening to Inside Out with Turner and Seth. How do you know How's it's it going? Good? Listen, Al, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm silly right now. So I'm with Rob Turner. We're recording our last episode of the season, and we're about to call Mar- or we're about to call Brownie to do a little chat. And I was thinking it'd be really funny to call you and have you pretend to be Rob Turner, and we'll start to like do the interview with 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 uh, Seth's idea with Brownie, just to be weird. Would you be into it? I mean, sure. <laughs> you got to pretend to be pretty damn nerdy. So wait, I'm supposed to be Rob? <laughs> yes, Rob Turner. I, Rob Turner, I, my I, co-host. I'm, right. Not your, yep. not your co-host, my co-host. That's right. So I'm, I'm going to be Rob Turner. Yes. And I'm going to be conducting the interview with Brownie. Yes. Just for, like for the a, last... It's a five-minute kind of like, we're just going to call him for like 10 minutes and, and chat with him about his New Year's plans and blah, 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 you know. And, and what we'll do is we'll start it where you pretend to be Rob Turner and we'll, you'll probe Brownie on a couple things and start getting just weird and whatever. And then we'll, we'll, we'll unveil that it's you and then Rob will join us and then Brownie can talk a little about what he's got going on and then we'll close that out and, and talk to you a little bit about what you got going on and close that out and then go into the episode. But, it's heavy, I know. Um, That's too much. I know. Here, here's, okay, here's the thing. I just dropped Vinny off at his house and I'm about to drive through this corridor in which it's infamous for dropping calls. Well, that's perfect. I'm on my way home. That's perfect. If uh, wait, hold on. So you say you're on your way home? Isn't that a song? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't find my way home. Is a oh, song. Yeah. Okay. No, we'll just be another call you've lost along the way. <laughs> Here you go. Right. Well, yeah. If if you drop, we'll try it out. If you drop, no big deal. No big deal. Rob will jump in and take over for himself. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's been known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Well, we'll I'll um I'll, let's just if you're down, we'll just play. We'll see what happens. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, no big deal. Okay. It's improvisation. Do you know anything about improvisation? <laughs> no. I I've I've been known to do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll call you in a little bit, man. Thank All right, you. Cool. Okay. Sure. All right. Here we go. We're calling it out. Recent. He's driving through the valley or something. So, here we go. I don't think he's going to answer. I'm just blaming on dropouts. No, it wasn't getting a signal. Great idea, though. Hello? Hey. Hey, how you doing? We are good. Are we past the dropout zone? We are past. Now we're past the zone. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're still down, we're going to call Brownie right now and do this. Do you want some things to ask him about? Sure. Uh, They debuted one of his songs, Miracles, this year. They played some Mike Oldfield at Halloween. I thought that was an odd cover. They did uh, Prince's Controversy with Brendan from Humphrey's Singing at uh, the Dominican Holidays. Stuff like that. <laughs> and maybe ask the, if they don't finish a song in September when they're running a list in December, do they consider that, you know? Or, I'll, or I can handle that one. Kind of poke fun at the whole, you know, how they complete songs like months later thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Do they need to have closure on it? Or, that's it. Or yeah. Not? What's the decision yeah. point between yeah. completing a, a a version that's been started and starting anew? Yeah, that's exactly it right there. Right. I, I think that's I think that's <laughs> it. Like, like so. I, I noticed that you you closed out this. Uh, again, say that. What was the song? Mister Don. They Mr. did in Don. Brooklyn in September. They've not they've not completed it so yet. And they've got to be working on their New York New, yeah. New York New Year's. So as you're working on your New Year's sec, do you? Do you reflect on the fact you haven't closed this out, and, and do you do you think about closing when the song comes up? Do you think about closing it out, or is it is it decided that it's just start afresh? <laughs> and then, when, and then when I rejoin Al, I'm gonna I'll turn the tables on you and ask some most stuff. Great, thanks. All right, here we go. You ready? And I'm gonna sure. say I'm gonna say uh, Al, I'm be like. This is, uh, you know, Turner and Seth. Turner's actually in his car right now because he just he had to drive home to take care of his dog. What a bitch. Anyway. You know, <laughs> say that uh, Rob went running after a cassette or something. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's more. All right, here we go. Hang, hang on a second. Hello? Hello, sir. I'm here. You there? Go Rob, ahead. Rob, you there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. All right. I got Rob's in his car as well, so we got this uh, three-way conversation going. Mark, you just got out of the airport. How are you? I'm great. 
doing really great. Well, welcome how back. How are you? I'm good. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Excellent. Um, great. Traffic, traffic is traffic is perfect for Atlanta. Are we all in our cars? Well, I'm I'm talking and driving, not texting and driving. That's something new for me. Although, I'm wondering though, Mark, don't you think that like Brandy, don't you think that like in the future you'll be able to drive in these cars without talking? I mean, without driving and just talking? Yes, you can do that in the in the present if you have a Tesla. Well, uh, it's not not really the future that we're talking about at this point. You're talking about current technology where the (laughs) car drives you around and you can like sit there and watch a movie or whatever it is. So I've been in the car while it's doing that and it's a little freaky, but you know, I do. I do. So listen, I really appreciate your time. We're, uh, we're, we're interviewing, uh, we're opening our episode with, uh, with Jeff from the thievery. Uh, but before we get there, uh, Rob had some questions he's been thinking about he wanted to ask you. Do you mind if I go ahead and hand this over to Rob? I love it. Hey, Rob, what do okay. you... Okay. All right. So here's here's the first question. This is what I'm thinking about. Like, I know you have to be thinking about, at this point, you know, the holidays are coming around. You're working on set lists for New Year's Eve at this point. And, but what, what I'm wondering is... You know, and, and I know a lot of thought goes into the set list. Your fans are nuts about set list. How much, how much thought goes into the detail of these set lists? For example, we know, we have it on record, that we have an unfinished Mr. Don from September. Yeah. Like, are, there's, are you, there's also are you, an un- there's also an unfinished hot air balloon from Red Rocks. Whoa! Whoa. <sighs> Mine's blown. Yeah, I, well, we played the whole song. We just didn't do the very last part, the flight of the hot air balloon. I think it's called, you know. I've tried to find the perfect spot for that all year. It's been pretty much the whole second half of the year. Right, you so know. why not drop it in Colorado when you're back in Colorado? Well, we were back in Colorado. Yeah, I, you know what? If by the time you get around to the next run and you have so much, so many new things planned and so many new ideas, it's just a matter of slipping it in for the opener or the uh, or the encore, one of the shows. We have four nights in New York. I would imagine that we're going to tidy up our tidy up our business. Tidy up our house. So, but, well, so but, and that's the thing. Just, just how OCD are you? Like, do you need to have closure at some point to finish those? No, things? I don't. Okay. But I know that it's out there, and I know that the fans know it's out there. And you know, I'm definitely paying attention to what's not finished. I always have. That's the beauty of of the construction of our set list is that, you know, songs span over the course of a tour, you know, or sometimes over the course of a year, <laughs> you know, it's a little bit ridiculous, you know, it's a, it's a little, as, as, the, as, uh, Hosford might say, it's a, a tad self-indulgent. Cause you know, it's killing me. 
Well, What's that, I'm Rob? glad that there's somebody who cares about it so much after all these years, you know? I'm glad that there's anybody that even cares. Well, you know, you know there's, there's, I've just gotten hey, hey, finished watching Brownie. I've, I've just gotten finished watching the Jim Carrey movie about Andy. And if you haven't, if you, I've, I'm not really. I don't. I mean, you probably know more about Andy Kaufman than I do. And I was obviously I'm old enough to have been around and seen Andy Kaufman while he was alive, but didn't necessarily get what was going on, and never saw the Jim Carrey movie Man on the Moon. But um just was sort of drawn into the documentary about it and yeah. it's mind-boggling mind-boggling well, he, he, and, but he, the he, reason he. that i bring it up is because it puts everything in perspective you know what i mean it's like sort of like you know we are here and you know you could chase after things or not you know and if you have you seen it yeah i have rob have you I have not, but I have to say, I've taken notice of all of his errant comments the last couple of months, and I'm hoping it it, it sheds some light on, on, on that, maybe. Well, you know, it's just in terms of, just in terms of kind of the Buddhist mentality of it all. And I, I would be remiss to not mention that last week I was in my car, right, of the gym and I was reading on Twitter some articles about Facebook and I read the article from the executive who had worked at Facebook who's you know talked about how they specifically have like you know engineered the software to make it addictive to people so they get a little you know jolt of a chemical they call that the itch they call that the itch whatever it is so I I have consciously acknowledge that about you know social media and 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 acknowledge that it's not just me it's the two billion people who are engaging in social media it's everybody we're all guilty everybody's guilty we're all sort of as a society the whole there's been a paradigm shift in the way that we consume things in the way that we consume media in the way that we interact with each other brownie wouldn't you wouldn't you say we're living in space balls we're here. We're now. Is that no? That's then. That's then. That's now. That's now. That's then. I might say that, but what I wanted to say about it was just I. I actually right as I was reading that article, and it's actually ironic because I wouldn't have been able to read the article necessarily if I wasn't on social media at the time. I deleted all of my social media accounts off of my phone, and the reason that I bring that up—that's a healthy thing to do. That I'm. I'm coming up. Well, I'm trying to see if I could go 30 days to start. You know what I mean? Well, Just listen, like, you did. You did the thing. run. You did the run. I think you, the social media I thing has got to be days. as easy. I know. I think there's another right, musician so, that whether it's running or 
or, or a social media, you know, sort of hiatus, whatever it is. But the reason that I bring it up is because we're, I'm coming into this New Year's run without the constant chatter and the constant noise and the constant interaction and all of the set lists oh, being submitted and all of the song requests. And I'm conscious of the fact that I have to do this and construct it and really be in tune with the fans, but more on the cosmic level because I'm not reading it. I need to actually just feel it and know what, know where they're going to be at. You know, so there's a lot of pressure associated with that. It's it's somewhat dumbed down the process. But, but you've I, also I know that you you've changed you've, you've shifted you've shifted your audience from the Spunions to the Runyons. That's, uh, that's a good line. You have all the lines. Are you are you preparing these lines? No. Well, maybe a little, maybe every once. Well, that was a line that came from a conversation with Joey Lichter. But Rob Turner. Um, all right. So you've 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 used this. This is good material. It's it's NUMA it's material. material. I'm just trying to figure out if you're like, you know, throwing it right at me like Mitch Hedberg, like right off the so, fucking top of your head. That that one that one was built about ten minutes prior, but most most stuff is is just thrown at you. Speaking of thrown at you, Rob Turner, how are you? I, and I have a question, Rob. I, I your question. I'm, we put a lot of thought into it, Rob. Well, we have a little surprise. Right. We have a little surprise for you, Mark. Okay, so you're stuck in an elevator with Derek Jeter and Trey Anastasio, and you can play one song for them. What do you choose? Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) See, we were going to tell you the role of Rob Turner up to this point has been played by Al... Schneer. Is that Al? <laughs> yes. Al. I know that voice anywhere. Oh, yeah. We can I, tell. I play them naturally. Naturally, I play them Rebubula. Ah, there you go. <laughs> of course you do. All right, so here, yeah. here's, here's where you turn the conversation. Oh, yeah, both my eyes. Brownie. Oh, yeah, both my eyes. <laughs> Brownie, do us, right. a, do us a favor and ask Al about his upcoming New Year's uh, and, and, and interview Al for a moment for us uh, as of if you were Rob, please. Yes, there's been some things going on in the Mo Camp. Well, actually, you know, Rob will join you on this one. I'm going to sit it out. You can interview Al like you're me. I am available to ask questions uh, at anybody's request. Uh, where's, where's Mo playing for their New Year's run? They're not playing. We're They're gonna, not- they re- go ahead. You're on the we talked about this when I just saw you in Philly. I've got oh. the, I've got New Year's out for like the first time in I, ten years. It's the best. You're gonna it's have the, the best time. Yeah, so I'm gonna be in Telluride with my wife. We're hanging out, and I'm gonna go see Yonder just because I can. I love that. And all yeah. of the Mo fans in the New York area can just come to the Biscuit Show. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, Absolutely. But, okay. Listen, we'll, we'll take care of them. We open with welcome arms. We'll take very good care of them until your Capitol Theater shows come back around, which I know are already sold out. I think... This is true. I think, you know, there'll be a day when, when you retire from music, Al, and I think one of the biggest moments, I predict... You predict? ...will be... You walking on the stage at the Capitol Theater for the first show back. I, I, this is really going to be something else. I wish so much I could be there. Could, now, did you say that somebody's going to retire from music? 
Yeah, oh, you guys are all like in the Bob Weir mold where play until you drop kind of thing? Play it, play it till you drop. That is Bobby's thing. Yeah. He's not getting... Yeah, nobody's he's not, retiring from anything. I mean, I saw Elvin yeah. Jones play with a respirator right next to him, so I understand musicians that want to play right till they... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what would we do if we didn't play? Well, you'd probably jump out of a building. Yeah. Let me ask you each yeah. some questions. Bridge. Now that the real Rob Turner's back. The real Rob Turner. All in his... Uh, Mark, you guys played Controversy with Brendan from Humphreys at, at Dominican. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Talk that planned this. at all in advance? I know you guys had kind of toyed with the song before. Um. Well, it, the thing about in the Dominican Republic, you need to track somebody down by foot. You know what I mean? You're like... You're, if you want Brendan to come up and play with you, you need to find Brendan, which isn't always an easy thing to do when, you know, when when everyone's on vacation there. So I put a search party out for him <laughs> with this, this, with this, I wanted, what I was hoping he was going to do was, I thought that he was the best looking of all of the princes when Humphreys did their prince thing. <laughs> and so I was specifically wanted to see if we could get Brendan to dress up as Prince again one more time and he didn't do that but he came out and he played the song with us which was great because we kind of in order to really pull that off we needed an extra guitar and an F so it, it was perfect alright let's go back to Al has the band gotten back, back to you Al Al has the band has the band been together at all uh, and rehearsed yet have in fact that's the, I'm on my way home at the moment. Uh, we just spent the last four days, five days together uh, up in Maine uh, at Rob, and it was fantastic. First time we'd all been together in several months. Wow. Do you see? Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, we wrote a few new songs and Whoa. all out together and uh, yeah, it was great. I just dropped off Vinny at his house and I'm on my way home. Yeah, I was going to say because you, gotta, you, you and I game. have bonded over dead shows we saw in the 80s and we remember when Jerry went away, he came back yeah. and had Black Muddy River and uh, When Push Comes to Shove. I mean, these things, these awful, terrible things can spawn inspiration. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rob's got all these Rob's got all these great songs. It's 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 awesome. Is this new for and, him to bring that many songs to it to the table, or is that that part, always been his role and uh, part of his role? Um, well, both. Um, you know, he's, he's, uh oh, sounds like a good good time for a question for you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> no, because speaking of new material. Yeah, Al, you're cut. we're uh, losing you. Uh, you're in that dropout area again. We'll come back. We'll come back to Al. But Mark, Miracles is an electron song that the Biscuits took their first stab at in 2017. Is that correct? Yeah, we played it at the Ogden on the uh, Red Rocks rock. Is there more new material coming in your realm as well? Yeah, well, like part of the part of the nice thing about disconnecting from the internet is that you like instantly go from consumer to creator. You know what I mean? It's like you have to ride the fence between consumerism and creationism, but you know, like I instantly ideas start popping up and I've been playing a lot and I have a lot of stuff, 
you know, personally for myself, but, you know, um, I'm hoping that if we can get the whole band back into, into the studio together, working on, you know, band material, you know, and, and hopefully everybody would be writing. But I, I also have miracles. I have like a studio version that I did with Electron last year that I'm planning on going and uh, getting the, all of the tracks tomorrow, putting them on a hard drive and bringing them into the home studio and working on them with Aaron and Tommy a little bit. Tommy Hamilton? Bring them. Yeah, Tommy and, should, and you should and do Mike that. And Aaron and, don't you yeah. find don't you well, find that Tommy's feeling Tommy's more inspired than he's ever been in his life right about now? Yeah, well, he's also more busy than he's ever been in his life too, so that's a hard one. But I'm going to be with him this week. We're doing an electron show on Saturday, so that's I'm awesome. Get a, get a little <clears throat> get his schedule, sit down, and figure out what days we can just put the finishing touches. We did three songs, so one of them is Miracles. And um, and I think there was two others and w- another one of which was a new song as well. Let me ask you a serious biscuit question. W- when you're looking at this New Year's run, do you look at the whole run from a set list perspective? Do you write out all four set lists in advance and you know, uh, do you have a progression in your mind over how you, you uh, an arc, if you will, for the run? And- I, s- I start with the end in mind. You know what I mean? It's all about how we're going to finish the run. So mm-hmm. for me, I want to leave everybody blown away at the very last moment, you know? And, and you know, hmm. so we would love every show to be great, you know? But I start with, with you know, if it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll think about how Saturday's second set is going to go. And then I'll work backwards from there. Mm. Once I have that, that way, it, it, you know, that way, the 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 short list that I have for the week, whatever, like fifty songs get pulled off of the master list for that week's shows. Like I can cross out what's going to be happening later in the week, and then I start constructing the earlier. But shows. you work, you work from you work from the end back and i think that's an interest that's an interesting thing al uh, are you still with us i am is that something that you guys do as well as a as a uh music connoisseur here that's an interesting thing when you when you tackle a three three night run or 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 a new year's run like like brownie's saying do you guys tackle it the same way where you look you you come from the end back or how do you guys approach it sometimes it's the end um you know you definitely want your framework so you want openers and closers um you know you kind of want those you know you need those those benchmark pieces to the, the framework to build the whole thing around and then then you can go from there um so yeah and then it's easier to step and it's it's the same thing then you can step back from it and go okay well you know what are we doing? What are we doing on night three? And is there a way that that can be a part of night one, or vice versa? You know, and can we can we mix and match some of those pieces? Then then you get to start start to mess with it a little bit. But um, you know, for for me, if I'm writing it, like I've got to have openers and openers and closers. Um, I just have to have you know, an idea. So like thematically there's a bit of a flow. Um, and then, then kind of go from there. Hey, Al, but, you can know, you um, take us back into the room when, when the, 
the five of you were first back together for the first time after all of this? Um, I'm sorry. When we were first back together, so so just now when we just got all back together? Yeah, I mean, what 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 are the emotions? What's the first song you play? What are the first things you talk about? I mean, the most of us aren't in a band. We can't even imagine. Yeah, I mean, first, I mean, first thing, I mean, I, first thing I did is give Rob a hug, and you know, we we all caught up a little bit, um, and once. But once we started playing, um, we played Crab Eyes first. That's the that's sort of our go-to song that we would sound check because it it runs through all of the parts. You know, everybody mm-hmm. everybody solos, everybody sings. It has a little bit of everything in it, and and we played we played it horribly. Um, <laughs> and that's was, when Rob it likes really it the most. Funny. Yeah, it was. Um, it was really funny. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. I mean, it felt more like riding a craft than riding a bike. I guess. <laughs> Did it feel like uh-huh. vomiting at all? I mean, nah. if it's vomiting, it's good. Yeah, it, it was just. Uh, but it was great at the same time. It was just really good to be. It with just one was a pinch off. It was just a pinch off. <laughs> About you know, and within I don't know within. Within 15 minutes, we were sort of everybody. We were back to like our old dynamic. Um, you know, it's it's funny. Um, sometime today, Rob made some comment. He said, "Oh, I gotta stop that." I said, "What?" He's like, "Oh, you know, it's just it's just that that sarcasm." You know, he's like, "I'm he's like I'm trying he's trying to turn over a new leaf and Uh-oh. not be right." That'll and, last about another you know, six months. Hey, hey! Just take the writing. Take the writing, though. This is this is you said it earlier. This is where you, if if that's you if that's what's happening, that's amazing. That's you get you get you get a piece of him that's such a part of him that sometimes isn't. It's released. Fleeting. You it's know, fleeting. Capture it. It's really it's like a plant. Anything you know. There's different things are time released in life. You know. Right. Yeah. So one last quick, um, one last quick mo thing, and then we'll wrap it up. Are you, do you do you guys think you'll do these? You have a few gigs scheduled, and then you do summer camp, and then maybe regular touring after that, or are there maybe more shows before they do summer pre-camp, camp? Pre-camp, summer camp, post camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Um, we're we're making it up as we go along. So we have a we have a standing meeting that we have every week. And every time we get together for a meeting, I'm kind of shocked by the things that we decide. <laughs> you know, starting with Rob's initial call to me on his way home going, I'm all better. I want to go to work right away. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? No? Like, okay. Get some rest. Okay, you know? Get some rest. Yeah. And it's, you know, every week has been a surprise for me. It's been a revelation. By the way, when you last left our listeners, you were self-managing. That is not the case anymore, right? What just happened? I don't know. They're not self-managing? No, I think they got management, but I think we lost Al again. I think we may have lost Al. So, uh, Brownie, tell us about managing uh, Mo. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, we need to let you go, but the whole point, we have Jeff Franca from Thievery Corporation. I know Thievery's play Camp Bisco. I know Thievery is at least some influence on the biscuits. Could you talk about Thievery Corporation for a minute, Mark? Well... The thing about Thievery Corporation that is so 
just palatable to me musically is they've melded this sort of world music heavily leaning on reggae and dub you know and kind of down tempo electronic music and and they've managed to be at the same time completely under the radar and completely gigantic superstars if you know what i mean yeah, and yeah, yeah. I do. Like, you'll be in a restaurant, and you'll all of a sudden be like, "Wow, this is thievery." You'll be at a fashion like, show, and it'll be thievery. <laughs> fashion show, thievery. You know what I mean? And it's like your kids. You have kids, I, Mark. I, you have kids. You have kids. Every single generation of your kids, it would they would they would hear it in a different place. But it's interesting. Their new, their most recent record, "The Temple of I and I," they really dove into the Jamaican because the Jamaican's influence right, kind of popped up at time to time. But now they really, yeah. And we talk about that in this interview. Um, I mean, it's really yeah, it's hasn't. Really, authentic- go ahead. It's really great. I mean, I, I really love the direction that these guys take, and you know, the thing you know, the thing about it is like a lot of artists don't. A lot of artists like where where you have a one or two guys who are writing all of the music and making the whole albums don't turn around and surround themselves with an awesome live band, you know? And it's like that's part of the thing about Franca and Hash and all these guys that, you know, just bring it bring such a huge, authentic, you know, and organic vibe. So I, you know, I you can't say enough, can't say enough about about the sound and and of course as you mentioned the influence that it had and I think you could probably go back and pinpoint oh yeah the moment where it starts coming out heavily in the biscuit sound and and a lot oh, of it yeah. is mutual influences you know where thievery and the biscuits kind of LCD kind of found the same mutual influences you know and 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 explored. Jamaican dub, you know, and and reggae as well at the same time. So, and it was we were coming up kind of together, doing similar stuff, but in a completely different way. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me. Uh, you and Jeff, though, you guys have done some uh, Matt Butler, um, Everin orchestras together. Is that correct, or am I off on that? Me and who? Jeff. Jeff Franca. Oh, we've we've played some shows together. We did uh, the most notable and and recent show that we did was um, when Fish was in Denver. Oh yeah, we did a DJ Logic and Friends show. Ah, oh, friend was, of our show, Mr. Logic, friend friend of the it was awesome. It was Jeff and Eddie Roberts, Borum, DJ Logic, and myself, and it was really it was a really great show. And, and and anyway, you know, hanging with Jeff is always a great thing. And, you know, I one of the things that you, when when you find musicians that secretly used to come to biscuit shows back in the day, that's one of my favorite things. You know, and, and absolutely. That speaks so much of my. That's like the doctor I go to. I'm like, eh, eh, no, yeah. but seriously, I first met Joe Russo at a disco biscuit show. I met you Russo right. at a Disco Biscuit show. All right, so Mark. And, and, and like, and the drummer, I remember like the drummer from Vampire Weekend who used to come to Disco Biscuit shows. Just there's like a lot of that. There's like a lot of, you know, like 
musicians that made it in the different scene that you wouldn't think were biscuit fans back. Well, in the yeah, day. yeah, absolutely. Hey, Mark, but at the same Mark, time, can't you say in, that about all the back the other... in the day, Mark? The first time you guys really impressed me was when you played with Vernon. Do you remember that? Vernon down the blouse. Do you remember playing with Vernon Reed way back? Yeah. How did that happen? It, it still, it, we played it. I don't even know. And you I'm know what? I asked about it because I played with him last weekend. What? In Philly. Yeah. Yeah. And Joel Cummins. And, what? Joel yeah. from Humphreys. Where was this? Hey, what was guys, this? Tell I'm us about this. I'm jumping into my house and it's it's completely silent in here. So oh, I'm going to go into oh, winter. You know what? We'll have you back or, on the show and we'll talk about we that. Wanna go. Let's go. Uh, let's yeah, let's library. come back on the show. Bring All right, back. we're gonna. You know what? Though you're only doing intros, outros. No, these are kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, I present. I present to you now the great Jeff Franca. Do you need something like that? Yes, Mark that was beautiful. Like, I love you. We're that was perfect. We're this is Mark Brownstein from the Disco Biscuits, and you're about to hear an interview with Jeff Franca on what do we call it? What's our show? Called Inside again? Out WTNS. Inside what? Inside Out WTNS. Yeah, Inside Out <laughs> WTNS. <laughs> Brownie, I love yeah. you. I, Brownie, I gotta tell you, yeah, I missed, I, you, I missed you, man. I, I missed not, I missed not being with you for holidays, bro. I know. We, we are actually we're just talking about it yesterday. Yeah, the activity amongst, sucked, right? Amongst, yeah, exactly. Amongst other notable, you know, people who are, who used to always be there and aren't right now. Your name popped up. And uh. We miss you too, and Turner. I'm glad that you got in touch with me despite not being able to reach me on the social media. <laughs> I, so, social media is overrated. I'm so proud of you, though. What you're doing, though, dude, you just, you run, just, you're, gonna, you're running for, you're not, a, you're not a president, you're a mayor, okay? I love you. Quick plugs before we go. Is the uh, the All PlayStation right. run, is that is that sold out? No, it's not sold out yet. But December, I, 28th through, December 28th through 28th 31st. Through I just yeah, assumed. DiscoBiscuits.com. DiscoBiscuits.com. Thanks, Mark. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care, brother. They also just announced right. Camp Bisco has been announced. It's going to be July 12th through 14th. They're also playing the Anthem in D.C. on uh, January 13th. They're playing the 930 Club on the 12th. But that's, that's but certainly I'll, sold out. 930, not 11 at the 12th. Mo is coming back with a couple shows at the Capitol Theater. Don't even try to get tickets. Oh, why not? We uh, should watch go. Watch the webcast. No, I, I tried to find out about it in advance and do it, but I couldn't get in touch with anyone. But they're playing February 16 and 17 at the State Theater in Portland and then the Palace, the Haunted Palace Ooh. Theater. When Robert Hunter played the Palace Theater in Albany, he, Robert men Hunter. he mentioned that it was uh, haunted. Haunted. And then broke... His low string, which oh. he, the only time in his career he's broken that string. Whoa, that's spooky. <laughs> and that then uh, spooky. Mo is going to play Red Rocks July 12th. With who? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't matter. doesn't uh, matter. Mo's <laughs> enough. Come on. Hey, Rob. The bassist had cancer. Just go. Listen. On that on that, Chilicote, Makatagote. Chilicote? I, I think. Camp? Listen. Yeah. I think that I want to end this episode, if it's okay with you, right now, right here, right then.
to be.